being intentional about building godly marriages and training up our children the way the word instructs us to might seem like drops in the bucket in terms of a way to affect (laughs) this world and the people in it. But when you look at the ripple effects that those drops have in the pools of our family and the people that our families are connected to, that impact is huge. And it's because that impact is eternal that it really, really matters. Purpose to Impact is about so much more than using your talents to do good in the world. It's about unlocking your created ability to use what you've got right where you are to reflect Christ and in doing so to reconnect others to him. That's the real eternal impact we're after. I'm Kendall and I'm so glad you're tuning into the podcast today. We're about to tear down the lies the enemy's trying to build up in our minds about who we are, why we're here, and what we're capable of and we'll proclaim truth about who God has created and called us to be. That'll put us in prime position to answer our higher calling. I'm ready. Are you? Let's do it. All right, welcome back or welcome. If you are tuning in for the first time, I am really excited about today's topic because now that we have laid a little bit of groundwork in terms of thinking about what it means to be purpose to impact and how we can prepare our hearts to really facilitate that purpose and live in that purpose and begin generating that impact, um, we can start to think about what that really looks like, which is pretty exciting. Um, But I guess the whole idea of impact can seem pretty daunting and maybe it even seems beyond our reach in some ways. You know, we want to have our work be meaningful. We want to leave a legacy that is not just memories in a scrapbook, right? Like you want to have some bigger lasting impression on the people that mattered the most to you and the world in general. And that can really testify to the fact that your life meant something and measured up to something, right? And it kind of, it might seem a little bit daunting. I know for me, it sure does when you think about, oh man, like the world is so big and some of the problems that we see are so just, like (laughs) they just don't seem like things that I can actually affect my own self. And any effort that I might try to put toward it would just be a drop in the bucket. And that's exactly what I want to talk about today. And I think that's going to be the title of this episode, A Drop in the Bucket, because every drop matters and we're going to talk about why. So when you think about purpose, you know, it's not, I guess the first myth I want to dispel is that it's not some mythical, mystical quest that God is watching us go on as we battle all the dragons and fight all the enemies trying to arrive at this X marks the spot of where we're supposed to find ourselves 
and he's just watching, you know, pop the popcorn. Let's see how well they do. <laughs> like, no. His word really lays out this whole idea of purpose. And it goes back to that ministry of reconciliation. And so along this journey of life, because in our walk with God, surely <laughs> there are dragons to slay and battles to fight. And while we're doing all that, we're still living our lives, right? And so while we're on this journey that is simply just life, we have opportunities to meet people and engage with them and interact with them and facilitate this ministry of reconciliation that we have been given responsibility for. That truly is our purpose, to reflect Christ and reconcile people to him. As we do that, that's where our potential for impact really comes in. The second myth we want to dispel is that Impact doesn't have to be this completely earth-changing, earth-shattering thing. You know, you think about people that have invented things or found cures to diseases or come up with these amazing innovations that have completely changed the world um, and changed the way people experience life. Those things are great, but it can feel very daunting or overwhelming if you're like, I don't have that big of an idea. Like, I wouldn't know the first place to start when it comes to curing a disease or something like that. But that's only one element of impact. And that perspective of it is valuable and it's needed. And we need people with big ideas to change those big problems and make those huge sweeping differences in the world. But the drop in the bucket that you can make really does matter when you think about purpose and impact in your sphere of influence. You are who you are and where you are for a reason. And that includes your family structure and family line. So if you are married, that union, that relationship has the potential for significant impact. When I was a little girl, I used to think that divorce was genetic. <laughs> it sounds silly, you know, now knowing how like biology and relationships work, but that's all I saw. I looked back down like my family line and that's all I saw. And I thought as a little girl, like, that's not going to be me. Like, I want to break this cycle. Once I realized it was not, in fact, genetic, I just determined, like, that is not going to be me. I mean, no shade to my parents or anyone else that's come before them because, you know, we are a product of our environment. What you see and what you experience influences how you perceive things and how you respond to things. And, you know, you can only do the best with the information that you, and the experiences that you've been given. And I am so thankful that my mom made it a point to raise us in a culture where not only was the word of God and the example of godly lifestyles, like we were surrounded by that, but we spent so much time with friends that 
had their parents were living godly life and could model that relationship for us. And those are the people that I looked to when I got old enough and I was getting ready to get married. Um, and on my husband's side, the same thing, you know, not a whole lot of examples of strong, thriving, godly relationships and marriages specifically. And so when we got together, it's kind of like, all right, (laughs) we're, I don't want to say flying blind because again, like having people in our church, our pastors, of course, and other close family friends that were like parents to me, um, growing up, they were that, are still those guideposts and the people that we can look to. I say all that to say, as we look at marriage in and of itself, that is a point that you can really change the trajectory of your family. While it may seem that being intentional in cultivating a loving, respectful, godly marriage is just a drop in the bucket of impact, it truly can be a game changer. First Peter 3 verse 1 in the Amplified says this, In the same way you wives be submissive to your own husbands, subordinate not as inferior, but out of respect for the responsibilities entrusted to husbands and their accountability to God, and so partnering with them, so that... Even if some do not obey the word of God, they may be won over to Christ without discussion by the godly lives of their wives. So even if you find yourself in a marriage where you don't see eye to eye on your faith or relationship with God in any capacity, this scripture gives hope to those situations because it directly speaks to the impact a wife can have by responding to her husband in the way that God has ordained the marriage dynamic to function and the impact she can have on his life by winning him over to Christ without even talking to him about it. And that's what's amazing. It says without discussion, simply by you living a godly life and loving him and respecting him in the way that you're supposed to, that can not only have an impact on him, but what does that do for your children? Not only because of the home that they're now going to grow up in, but what does that show them about marriage? What does that show them about husband and wife relationships? And how does that affect their outlook and how they then carry out their relationships in the world when they grow up? What does that speak to your siblings-in-law, your parents-in-law, your own parents, your own siblings, anyone who you're close and connected to as they're looking on and seeing this and watching this transformation unfold, what testimony can your marriage be for those families and those households and those children and those following generations who are looking back instead of looking back and seeing another link in the chain of divorce or dysfunction, they can look back and see this is where everything completely changed direction. 
And you then become those pillars that can uphold a new foundation of what it looks like to have a godly marriage, a Christ-centered family. That impact, maybe it will reach the whole world, but even if it doesn't, the fact that it can shape your whole world in terms of your family, that's one drop in the bucket that really, really matters. And the other one that came to my mind is the scripture we all know and love, Proverbs 22, verse 6. Also in the Amplified, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And I love this version because it adds this part. Teaching him to seek God's wisdom and will for his abilities and talents. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, when you think of training up your children, most of the time you think of discipline, character, this is how we behave, please, thank you, whatever, right? But this part about teaching your children to seek God's wisdom and will for their abilities and talents is something that cannot be overstated in terms of its importance because that's really the quest for purpose. Like all of this, you know, purpose being this buzzword these days of people trying to find their purpose and live their purpose and doing all these things. It's because they're trying to figure out, all right, I've got these skills. I have these things that I love to do or I'm interested in doing. What am I supposed to be doing with all that? Or I'm living a life and I feel miserable. Like all this stuff is just, ugh. like there's got to be more. What is it? Where is it? How can I find it? All of that searching starts here. When you can seek God's wisdom and will for your abilities and talents, you will find that answer to what is my purpose? How can I find it? How can I live it? And when we teach that to our children as part of that daily training, when we teach them along with read your Bible, pray every day, brush your teeth, wash your face, say please, say thank you. And by the way, please make sure you're consulting God every single day for how he wants you to use all of these amazing gifts and talents that he's put in you. That sets them on course to stay connected to God no matter where life will take them and be able to facilitate that ministry of reconciliation every step of the way, whether they're four or 94. The impact you can have on your kids simply by virtue of the fact that you're going to save them a whole lot of heartache and headache and stress and frustration by answering this purpose question off the break. Like we now have the opportunity as parents to raise up a generation of children that does not have to go on a quest to figure out what their purpose is. We can now teach them who they are, whose they are, and why they are here from the very beginning. And when we can build that foundation in their lives, they have a sure and solid foundation to build on when they take over the building process for their own lives. So as they grow and as they start making decisions for themselves, if they are already accustomed to and excited about 
the ability that they have to go to God for themselves and say, all right, God, like you've put this in me. I love to do this. I know how to do this. How can I use this for you? Then he will lead them. He will guide them. He will position them and order their steps and they will lead the most fulfilling lives without having to jump through all the hoops and hurdles that you may have had to, to get to the point of even learning to ask God those kinds of questions. So being intentional about building godly marriages and training up our children the way the word instructs us to might seem like drops in the bucket in terms of a way to affect (laughs) this world and the people in it. But when you look at the ripple effects that those drops have in the pools of our family and the people that our families are connected to or have any influence over, that impact is huge. And it's because that impact is eternal that it really, really matters. So if you're feeling discouraged with just the weight of the world and how big these problems seem to be. If it feels like there's no way you can actually make a difference, even though you feel this urging, this nagging, this pull to do something. When you start at home, when you choose to start with the relationships closest to you, even if it's not a spouse or a child of your own, when you choose to start by working in those relationships that are the closest to you, that has the power to start a widespread ripple effect just from those little drops. So I encourage you to Be encouraged and look at each and every relationship as an opportunity to fulfill that purpose of reconciliation by modeling what it looks like to have a relationship that's reconciled with God and by teaching and training when you have the opportunity to do that. Even if it's not with a child, right? With anyone that you have the opportunity and the privilege to teach or to instruct or to lead in the ways of the word. When you do that, you will see that you are having an impact and it is making a difference and not just a difference in the way people lead their lives on this earth, but an eternal impact, which is what really, really matters. That's what I want to leave you with today. Let us close out in prayer as we always do. And I will meet you back here next week. Lord Jesus, thank you for this time together. Thank you, Lord God, for your word that clearly lays out the path towards our purpose. I pray, God, that you would help us to see opportunities today to facilitate that reconciliation, whether it's with our spouse, with our kids, anyone who is close to home, that you would help us to be the light that you have positioned us to be in the lives of those closest to us so that they can see you through us, whether it's us modeling, whether it's teaching, 
in whatever way, God, that we would fulfill the purpose that you have for us as you strategically placed us in the lives of those around us. Help us, Lord, to be encouraged as we go forward with eyes wide and ready to see these opportunities to truly make a difference and make an impact, not just in an earthly capacity, but in an eternal one. I pray that we would be blessed, that we would grow deeper in a knowledge of your word and in your example, that we would be able to truly lead lives that honor and reflect you and can effectively point others to you as we use our gifts and talents and abilities and personalities for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. If you want to dig deeper into what we chat about here on the podcast, make sure you're signed up for the weekly devotional. Yes, devotional, as in a devotional that you actually do. Every Wednesday, you'll get an email from me highlighting the key points from the week's podcast episode, as well as some practical action items to help you put what we talk about in place. Just what you need, right? Head over to impactinsight.co slash devotional to get in on it. All right, God bless, and I'll meet you here next week.